Welcome to another 1905 podcast. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, Ash here. Um, and we are back to talk through the victory over Liverpool. So, um, so tonight we're going to talk through the lineup and tactics, uh, what went right, what went wrong, and also whether or not outfield players should have arms. Uh, and <laughs> I'm joined to talk about that tonight uh, by Rick. How you doing, mate? I'm very well, mate. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. good. Jordan? Good. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, mate. And last but not least, Tracy. Mm. Fuck doing, off, right? Rick. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Round one. I'm so ready for you. <laughs> uh, well, do you know what, though? I think the two, the two key points we're going to be talking about are going to be the disallowed goal and Mason Mount. And I've I've just got a vibe that you're going to both agree on both of those things, but we, um, we'll <laughs> you never see. know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so jumping straight into it, guys, um, we're going to go through the lineup of the, the players who started um, and talk about how you think they performed in those positions um, and dig into that a bit. So I'd like to start with the midfield partnership. We saw Kante paired with Jorginho. Um Rick, what were your thoughts on seeing those names on the team sheet in that position and how do you think they got on? Um, I wouldn't say I was expecting it. Then again, I wouldn't say I was overly shocked either. Um, I thought they both played really well. Um, I thought they both worked hard. They both used the ball well. They pressed well. They kept it simple when they needed to. Um, They were expansive when they needed to or when they should be. I thought they both played really well. Got no complaints yeah. with those two. I thought it worked. I thought that's the best I've seen that those two look in that. Then I can't call it the word what everyone calls it because I hate that word. What? No, um, no, no, no. There's a, there's there's two. There's, there's the. Oh, I can't. Oh, it makes me cringe. No, oh, it makes no, me cringe so much. Tuchel's called it a double six now, isn't it? Double six. Yeah, I can do that. I can get on board with that. T- the two, and the, if the it's two good sixes. enough for Tommy T, if it's good enough for Tommy T, a double Tommy, six is Tommy good Clark. enough for me. Tracy disagrees. Look. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. Bring it on. Bring it on. So, I mean, just just to just to before before Jordan and Tracy speak on this one, I just want to make a mention that it, Georgie made ten tackles, ten successful tackles, Woo-hoo! which was a game high. A game high. Kante made six. Mm. Now, rightfully so, everybody's talking about Kante, um, but like as we come to you, Jordan and and Tracy, and then again to Rick, I'm wondering if this is a bit of a Georgie 2.0 we're seeing under Tuchel. But what do you think? Jordan, we'll go to you, mate. I, I, I thought they both played well. I wasn't really surprised that um, that, 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 that that was the case. I was happy to see N'Golo. Georgie hasn't been playing, um, what's it called, that bad? Well, I'd say he's been playing well uh, recently, in my opinion. And I, you know what? They, they, they both played what we needed to, you know, Kante got the assist. Um, yeah, I, I, I was happy. I was happy with it, mate. Tracy? Um, I was a bit surprised to see Georgie. I thought he was going to try and keep some consistency maybe with Kante and Cobra, but um, I actually thought he did work really well. I thought Georgie actually had a really good game. Well, actually, I think everyone had Ooh. a good game. 
I, I know. This is like the second time I've said it this season. Yeah, I nearly fell off my chair then. <laughs> I won't lie. No one's done though. that a for a while. Yeah, I won't lie though. I did. I was a bit disappointed to see Billy playing in the development this week because he likes a game against Liverpool, and I don't think it would hurt to have him. I don't see the point of not loaning him if he's not going to get used. But I would say probably at the moment it's going to be quite tough to get in front of either uh, any of them. Can't they cover yeah. or Georgie at the minute? Yeah, I think I think the game yesterday. We're recording this on on Thursday, uh, Friday night, should I say? Um, the game yesterday, I think, was on the, exactly to the day, one year since Billy Gilmore got that man of the match performance against Liverpool. Um, I think maybe he is he's definitely the future. I, I see him as the next sort of Jorginho, but a, a, hopefully a, 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 an improved version. But saying that, for me, uh, to back you up there, Tracy, I think Georgie did play outstandingly, outstandingly mm. well. Um, the fact, uh, uh, when I said about Georgie 2.0, um, I do feel like he's maybe doing something different in training um, tactically with the manager uh, compared to what he's had previously because he, he seems like that, that 10, 10 successful tackles. His distribution as well, um, I think the majority of his passes were forward. For once. I, don't I know love though normal, that we but... have to talk about that though. <laughs> yeah, well, on the, on the official sort of Chelsea fifth stand sort of review of the match they made a point of um, 361 of our 549 passes were forward so more than oh, half okay. of our passes were Tommy forward and, and Chelsea Tommy I was about T. to get upset about that amount of passes for a minute and Tommy then I realised yeah no Tommy it's just it's, it's more the percentage that are forward <laughs> she was um, going to fucking giggle <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think what what they did well, and and this was one of our concerns, or certainly one of my concerns, with with Jorginho um, playing all the time, almost since the new manager took over, um, was we said, what what about when he's up against the high press? What mm. about you know can he play under pressure? And this was the game where we saw it the most. I think that that high press, and he 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 delivered. There was a great moment where he. he literally pirouetted and on the edge of our own box and turned right, it. I remember that. Yes, yes, um, yes. Me, um... I don't remember that. <laughs> it was brilliant. Uh, I'm not surprised you pissed out your head, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's no denying. And they just, you know, they, we were so press resistant and good at moving that ball and moving it forwards. The, the two players on the pitch who committed the most fouls were Mane and Firmino. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that says it all. Um, so yeah, I think I think that midfield worked well. We saw Werner chosen ahead of Giroud and Tammy. Um, Tracy, what what do you think about Werner's inclusion on um, the team sheet, and then how he performed against that? Firstly, I want to say I'm not a hundred percent sure, having read a little bit today, that Tammy's exclusion was now down to injury, and in which case, then I feel a little bit upset about that. Um, to, to not even be on the bench if there is nothing wrong with him being is this harsh. sorry just to confirm is this is this the rumors about it being the co- the contractual negotiations I don't think so I don't think so because he's got two years left can I just him. cut in I thought the question was about Werner I didn't think it was about Tammy Abraham shut up no, Rick I, I'm I, getting I, to I, that I, bit <laughs> I, Rick to be fair I was the one that mentioned Tammy first I, I yeah. thought he was he was picked ahead of Tammy. Oh, and here he is, Team Tracy's <laughs> number one cheerleader. See here him. He is. See him. <laughs> See him. He don't fucking listen, and his eyes don't work. So, what's the, why is he on this pod? 
Because <laughs> we like that donkey. Ah, we do like the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I said the reason I get invited back. <laughs> we need someone to fall off their chair. <laughs> uh, no, so I just wanted to say about Tammy, if that is the case, then I'm I'm slightly concerned about this situation. Um, mm. You know, he's got two years left on his contract. I don't see that there's any real rush for him to need to do that before the summer's come. So I don't think it is that. But um, on your question on Werner, I actually think... Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, he's so lucky he lives in Portugal and he ain't meeting me anytime soon. I do think, though, with Werner, I actually thought it was uh, it was probably the perfect game for him to start because of all the rumours in the summer where it looked like he might have been going to Liverpool and all the Liverpool fans were ecstatic about that news for him to then shit out on him and come to us was great. So I did think if he had have scored, which obviously you'll come on to later, I think that would have been some, a great bit of shithousery. But you know. Yeah. But no, I thought he, I think he deserve, I don't ever think that he doesn't deserve to start. I think he worked so damn hard and um, their defence was easily got at considering their centre-back issues this season. So yeah, I think it was the right decision not to leave Tammy out completely, but to have Werner in. And Werner, Werner played well for you, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I really like him. I don't know anyone that keep, uh, wants to keep calling him a flop. I think it's ridiculous. I think, I think if all the, like I said, like I said on the previous recording, on um, if if all the fans were in a state, if we were in a stadium, he would be having his name sung, and he'd know how much we we rate his work rate and effort. Jordan, what do you think, mate? Were you surprised to see Werner start this game? Um, I found the last game uh, he started obviously over Giroud and Tammy, but the, the, I I was happy that he he got his um. You know, got his start. I felt he played really well. Great hold-up play, link-up play. And obviously, he deserved that goal. And, yeah, well, I'm not going to talk about that a bit until we're on that section. But um, what's I going to say? I found with Giroud last last game against United, yeah, we didn't use him to his abilities. No. I, th- I thought that he was isolated and our balls into him were fucking atrocious. And I think we looked at a different mindset this game, different tactics. And I think it really worked well. It did work yeah. well, in my opinion. It's, it's, it's interesting you picked up on that. I do think, you know, we've, we've all said it at times, Tuchel's meant to be this great strategic, tactical, you know, mm. scholar of the game. And, and he changes his formation tactics, depending on the opponent. I think... Given the lineup and, and the way we did, I think we saw that really clearly for the first time. Yeah. Trace, uh, I just wanted to say that actually uh, they highlighted before the game how um, Tuchel versus Klopp actually hasn't gone in Tuchel's favour ever. Uh, so that oh, must be going really? back. To, yeah. So um, I thought it was quite interesting that there might have been an added little bit of spice for Tuchel with this. Um, and, you know, his personal rivalry with Klopp hasn't gone that great. So maybe mm. he really wanted to make his mark in the Premier League. Yeah. And, Klopp's and, been and here a long time now. now. Yeah. And back home, back home in Germany, you know, they'll, they'll probably be talking about who the greatest German coach abroad is. And they certainly got a one up. Mm. Uh, Rick, what, what, what were your thoughts on, on Timo? Um, yeah, I was surprised to see him start up top as opposed to a little bit out wide like he normally does. But I mm. thought it worked well. Their high line, his pace, just 
tormented them. Anytime the ball mm. went over the top, it looked like something was going to happen. I thought he played really well. Alluding to what Jordan said as well, his link-up play was good. Um, I thought his hold-up play was better than it has been. Um, but I feel like that's probably the first time that we've probably seen and we've utilised how lethal his pace can be in behind against teams that play a high line. So yeah, fucking bang on. If bang that's on. a sign think... of things to come against teams that play high lines, I'm all in for that. That was great. Yeah. But we don't see it many times. There's not too many teams we'll come up against who will There's play not. that high line against us. Uh, no. But it was effective. Um, and it's interesting that you mentioned about him playing between the lines and his hold-up and link-up play. Um, Proved. We'll, we'll come on to Ziyech. I, I, for me... He's barely 60% of what I was expecting um, in terms of his, his sort of throughput um, and his numbers. But uh, between the two, between Timo and Ziyech, they passed the ball 38 times, just between the two of them, 38 times successfully. Mm. That's as many completed passes as Salah made all night. Mm-hmm. So his link-up play was good, but the time was right. When the time was right, we were getting the ball in behind. Um, for Timo to run onto, and I mean, we can talk about that goal now. Fucking Liverpool, there's always a problem in it a ghost goal, <laughs> fucking, there's always something. I'd never ever like watched a game where I just felt like throwing something at the telly at just the commentators alone, let alone the fucking officiating. I mean, I it was disgusting, like you, it was so bad, and yeah, I mean. I don't mind jumping in and saying uh, exactly what I tweeted yesterday. You can't have, you can't be offside with a part of your body that you cannot score with. So what's all this underneath the shirt sleeve? Like apparently that's, you know, it's all right above her, but it's not all right, but you know. know, Jumping at the cross like that. Yeah, and I just thought, (laughs) do you know what? But imagine if he'd have gone in and just bundled a a, a ball in with his hand and it was deemed, you know, deemed ruled out because it used his hand. You can't have it both ways. You can't mm. have a, a, an arm impede in an offside position as well as you can't score a goal with an arm. So, I mean, we've seen some silly decisions over this whole handball thing anyway, which is That's the worst enough. one for me. Yeah, but you're looking at this, and the way I see it now is if you are having to pinch those lines into somebody's feet and then draw another line from somebody's fucking arm downwards, it ain't offside. If you're having to be that nicky picky about everything, for me, that's not offside. And I think. Gotta give them the benefit of the doubt. They are now talking today about rushing it through before this season is even finished, that there is going to be. uh, Nothing is going to count for arms now. It never fucking should have. No, it shouldn't. (laughs) And uh, 99.7% of all goals ever scored have been scored with the head or the legs including feet 99.8 percent so we're allowing we're allowing you know a body or a bum or a shoulder that nobody scores with anyway it's not a goal it's not it's not a scoring part of the body it's not so i think they just need to put lines where the feet are lines where the head is and that's it yeah but apparently ifab today are saying that they are looking at it as you pointed out there trace but it also um, is and then that ruins the integrity of this entire season yet again because yeah. if you'd have had this rule from the beginning there'd be teams out there who've got far more points than they're sitting on right now fulham yesterday yeah. for example exactly the same stupid oh that rule's been changed today surely that rule's been changed today. Effective, surely. effective first of july though 
So that rule now, if there's, an accidental handball leading, yeah. if there's an accidental handball leading to a goal, the goal stands as of 1st of July. Um, Jordan. It's, just, it's, like, it's, 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 it's inconsistent. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. shit officiated. It, also, as well, I know it's going off the beaten track, but like when they have VAR in certain uh, points of the competition... I just think that's fucking yeah. bollocks. Yeah, it's either for all or no bollocks. one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's, with you. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like all this chopping, changing all the fucking time. It's just I don't like inconsistency. Um, I think I think the problem with it is, is as it always has been. I don't think VAR is actually the issue. It's the fucking idiots in charge of it. I mean, yeah, they it's can't not, not just in charge of the VAR, in charge of the sport because that handball rule is so convoluted, complicated, it's changed so many times. They clearly the don't play rule, football, they've, yeah. They've made three, four adjustments to the offside rule in the past 20 years. Like It's the people at the top, as well as the referees and match officials. It's the laws yeah. of the game, the rules around offside. I was and so, the, and I was so all, infuriated by it, because it's just, like, how picky have you got to get? I mean, someone, I think, um, said quite early on in this season, and I can't remember who it was, where they said that, actually... Um, for that to be offside, like there's got to be an element of daylight, and there you can't just well, go, like you know per fucking millimeter and open that you're going to trap someone offside. I mean, why would they be desperate for it? It's just. It's I mean, just, the, the problem the problem with daylight is you'll get a defender standing the opposite, not goal side, standing the other side of an attacker and holding on to him so that that like yeah on them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think mm. what it needs to be is it needs to be feet and head. Is my opinion feet but, and head. That's it. None of this arm bollocks. And what about the replay though, where they did, weren't even showing? So when they were pulling show, those lines across, didn't they weren't show even Robertson show Robertson. Speed. No, and they actually didn't. So I saw later, and I can't remember who put it up. It was a, it was a, an official like football site who'd put up the actual official picture of what uh, we should have seen that we didn't see, and Andy Robertson was there, and you could see Timo was not offside and I was like yeah. why why are we not seeing that why are they not judging that and then they also there was another one who did it from actually the time the ball was played Timo was so onside but he's so quick so you don't know because you don't get to see you don't know that that's the exact point that they've stopped that 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 ball has just been touched that could have been a second after in a second Timo's gone yeah and some players are faster than others, so it's definitely. Rick, are you agreeing with me? No, no, no. I coughed. You misunderstood me. I coughed. <laughs> <laughs> there was no agreeing there. There was no agreeing there. He said yes, everybody. He said yes. Oh, I didn't. I coughed. I coughed. Um, and again, again, we all end up celebrating a goal that wasn't the goal. You know, you you know full well we would have gone mad celebrating that up away at Anfield, and then we would have had all the fucking mouthy. Scousers telling us to shut up and sit down after that point, and it oh, southern Scousers, yeah, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> they'd all be traveling yeah. back with us, let's be fair. Um, yeah, exactly. so then, so that that goal, obviously, uh, Jordan mentioned at the start when we spoke about Kante, he put that ball over the top for burn. It was something that our midfielders did really well, I thought. Um, and the support strikers slash other forwards, they seem to have a free roll now, don't they? Let's be honest, Mason Mount, and, and it was ZH yesterday. They seem to just sort of float around into pockets of space, which seems to Love be it. working. Um, so Mount, Mount and ZH. I mean, let's let's talk about ZH first, so we can we can concentrate on on the better one. But <laughs> what do you think of ZH? <laughs> Who wants to take that one? Go on, Rick, because we Rick. were talking beforehand. Um, still, he was better. 
Um, he was better. There was elements I liked. He found space quite well. But on the whole, his output, still not enough for me, if I'm being honest. It's still not enough for me at the moment. I'm not saying he's not going to get there. I want him to get there, obviously. But at the moment, it's not good enough. What's the issue? Is it homesick? Is it is he failed to adapt to the pace of the league, the strength of the league? I think he's failed to adapt to the pace. I think he's failed to adapt. It's a pace issue of the game at the moment. I think at points, he just kind of looks like it's a bit too quick for him. And I don't think he's quite there yet. And Mentally, if he will ever get there, I don't know. Bit, but... He looks a little bit weak. He looks like he sort of goes missing once he's, he's a bit timid, he isn't he? Up. He's a bit timid. Trace, are you going to disagree with Rick? Yeah, he's chatting shit. Um, yeah. well, <laughs> we, we actually had a conversation well, before where we did kind of agree, but I said, I think that his issue has been that he has had such a stop-start season. And She I, never said that before, everyone. She definitely never said that before. Such, such a honestly, liar. Such a liar. I recorded it. I'll prove. I recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded it. You watch. <laughs> no, and I think that um, this is now taking some management to get him back because he... Um, he went back for what more than a couple of games, and then he was out again, and it just, it just, it hasn't gone well. That's definitely an issue as well. That's Much definitely like an issue. Habits. Oh, he's agreeing now. Let's see. And um, no, I coughed again. I coughed again. Sorry. I do think that. Um, he, same as Rick, actually. I think he did look much better yesterday. Not perfect, but I don't actually expect that at the minute because I don't feel like he's had enough game time. I was surprised that he started, but equally not at the same time because I think I said to someone on one of our 1905 posts that uh, I felt like he'd had a bit more bedding in time now after the you know the inclusion in the last couple of games. So it made me think, actually, it probably wasn't a bad idea to have him on. I don't think... I think... I could safely say I thought everybody had an absolutely solid game apart from him. He had some flaws in his game, but I felt like he was more involved and... He contributed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good to see that. I I think since Tuchel's taken over, there's been steady improvement. We've shored up defence. We're now sort of progressing midfield onwards. Um, And hopefully he's going to he's going to grow along with that. What do you reckon, Jordan, mate? What, what do you think of Ziyech? Oh, I'm Ziyech. in agreement with all of you in terms of his improvement. Um, he's not obviously up to, to uh, a high percentage, but he definitely improved from the last few games. Um, mm. I agree with Tracy in terms of the, um, what's it called? The, the lack of game time, the injuries... Um, but then I also agree with Ricky in terms of the pace. I just don't think I think he's if I think he's struggling to adapt to the, the to the Premier League. But I hope I hope that he, he does come to terms with the the pace and that because he is he has got he is a great player. Yeah, would, would you all start him against Everton? Great no. player. Probably not, given that uh, I think he needs to be managed properly. So what you you'd start. Havertz, Pulley, Havertz. Instead of I think Havertz now because he's also had a bit of bedding in time now. So I think maybe it is his time. Although That's the he, next, the next experiment. Although, if you want me to be honest, I'm more concerned about Kai than I am Ziesh because Ziesh has shown us some flashes of brilliance, whereas Havertz has had to contend with a lot. And I don't think he's been able to even give us even a glimmer of what he can do yet. No. Jordan, would you yeah. start Ziesh? We didn't have Havertz play, really, to be honest, apart from his hat trick. 
Yeah. Who would you Who would you start there, Jordan, against Everton? Who would you start next to Mason Mount in that sort of support striker role? I'd say I'd say Havertz. Have, yeah. Well, ha, yeah, Havertz definitely. Interesting, interesting thoughts there, guys. You don't, um, or do I? Yeah. I, I, I still think under this manager, we're still in that process of experimentation. I, and I, I can't get away from that. I think the difference between Havertz and, and Ziyech is quite interesting because you've got one who's an established player and one who's a young player. But the young one, ironically, has cost twice as much as the established one. So it's almost like Tuchel might see Kai Havertz. You know, it's always about Mason Mount being Frank Lampard's son. Maybe Havertz is going to be Tuchel's son in that he's going to keep him out of the spotlight a little bit. Mason um, is too cool, son, too. Mason Mount's a teacher's pet. Um, yeah. But uh, I think I think Havertz is going to be... He's going to, I think what, what the manager wants to see is Havertz playing 100% in training. Mm. Well, as soon as he's there, we're going to see him in the team. Uh, that well, might be now. We don't know. We, we don't have access to... We'd love to, for the next game against Everton, for, for that line-up and just swap Ziyech with Havertz. And I think that would be... I'd be happy with that. It, yeah. it would be nice to see... Have a I want to see, there I want to see their centre backs because they've got they've got some height. It would be nice to have a consistent lineup to know I who's going to. Gonna... No, no, for sure, and it's starting to go that. But are we going to go for another game where it's a different up front? Yeah, I agree with you. I think it needs to be a a solid like, thing for a couple of games at least. I know it's a Thursday and then a Monday, but that's enough time. That's yeah. enough time. And I truly believe if if we're going to talk about swapping one player or anyone, it definitely swap for Ziyech for either Pulisic or Havertz. I'd love to see Havertz, but I think we should stick with that. See how it goes. See if it see if it breaks down a different team in Everton. And Although Ancelotti. I do want to see Silver come straight back in. Yeah, no, for I mean, sure. We've, we've, like, we've got options. Though. I'd I'd be surprised to see Werner start up top against Everton purely because they won't play as high a line against us but you know we'll see it'll They'll be interesting to see yeah be interesting to see so talking about you know the one change you'd make if you had to make one change to that lineup there's another change that i want to query and see what you guys think and that is he's fit again he's fucking brilliant his name's tiago silver yeah i just said he can come straight back in no dramas can he okay yep. so i actually thought the defense were fucking brilliant so no they were played they play really well we played at letico madrid away from home, Man United at home and Liverpool away. And we have not conceded. That's Luis Suarez, Joe Felix, Marcus Rashford, Bruno Fernandes, Anthony Marshall, Sado Mane, Salah. There's loads of other people who can score goals and do it, it for fun. We didn't top them away as well, didn't we uh, get a clean sheet against them? 1-0, wasn't it? Yeah, we did. Against yeah. Spurs as well, yeah. But I mean, like yeah, going into this run of games, I think Spurs have been a bit more hit and miss. But we've played two of the sort of top, you know, teams in the league this season, Man United and Liverpool in a row. And we ain't conceded. The defence are doing a lot right. A lot right. Christensen, Christensen was awesome yesterday. I'm, I'm, but, I'm but we've all, he was, and we'll come on to him individually. But you've all just said pretty much like you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to change it because you want to get some consistency. I in the did lineup. say apart from Silver, I did actually caveat when I spoke to Jordan though. I said I would. Rick, what, Rick, Rick, Rick do you think do you think Silver walks straight back in or? Uh, yeah, 
He has to. Oh, he's agreed with Tracy. I was he sure that was to. the one where you were going to fucking... Hashtag Team Tracy. I love, I love Silva. He's absolutely brilliant. But why fix something that's not fucking broken at the moment? Mm. But it weren't broken really when he was in it, I don't think. he. Yeah. If anything, I think he's oh, a bit more commanding. I understand that. But when when Silva was... When he got injured, we all shut ourselves, let's be honest. Yeah, we yeah? did. We were like, fuck. Yeah, he... Is the man that is keeps it calm at the back. Um, the ball's out. He's just yeah. He's Mister Calm. He's Mister Consistent. And we he all is. shut off. But then, then we've without him, without that experience and command, we've we've got something. Hmm. So I think it might. Why change it? I I I see Rudiger stepping up in in Silva's absence. I, I, I see that. Well. I don't know. Don't know if you'll all agree. I think Rudiger. Yes. Yeah. Um, he looked. He's looked a different player against Atletico Madrid yes. and sure. Liverpool. Hundred percent agree. Um, didn't really. The, the, the focus wasn't on him against Man United that much. Um, but for me, the one who has stepped up and Jordan, what you're saying about him, Silver being a bit of a calming influence. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I feel like Christensen has given us a bit of that. He, he he just looks like I, if I was playing next to him on a football pitch, I'd trust him. At the moment, I would be really well. I'd be very really very well. comfortable playing next to him. Trace, what yeah. do you think of Christensen? Um, oh, can no. I just do actually before you, before you answer? I'm just going to run yeah. through his stats from the game. Yeah, go on then. The most touches of any Chelsea player, mm-hmm. um, 88 touches he had. His pass wow. accuracy was 91.9 percent. Uh, one tackle, one interception, nine clearances. I think the only I think the only time I worried about him yesterday was uh, with Mane, uh, but mm. but the rest of the game I literally couldn't fault him. And I I think I even had a conversation with my mum today where I was like, I feel really guilty now for calling him a chase during six former because he's he's, <laughs> he's grown up into a college boy now. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> he's, he's, he's done his A levels finally. Yeah, he's flourished. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's gonna flee the mess soon too. But um, no, I fe- I do I don't uh, I still don't think that he is um, uh, like escaping a, uh, an error. Like I still feel like that could be in him, and it could be quite costly. However, I think if we all look back and we're looking at Christensen's performances until he met Barca and he made that mistake, it all went really tits up for him after that. And now I think he feels like he is being trusted. It just makes me think he's a confident player and he's been given this chance, albeit because Silver is out. Um, And I think he, yeah, I think he's done a decent job. And yeah, I thought yesterday was good. But yeah, Mane going up against him did worry me at times. He didn't look quite so assured of himself, but you know he did the job, and him and Moody, yeah, another plain sheet. So you can't you can't really go against with, it, can you? With Christensen, because because he's obviously the youngest out of the lot. I know Tamori's gone. He's the youngest centre back we've got in terms of the first team, and I think you know, like he said after Barcelona, it all went a bit tits up for him, and he lost his confidence, and now he's got it back. I just think that if we dropped him, I, d- I just don't think it would go well. I just I think it'd be unfair on his performances that he doesn't really deserve that. But I understand that having someone like Silva coming back into the team is massive. Yeah. But I don't think he should be integrated straight away. I think he should play, I don't know, half an hour or whatever, 
depending on how the game's going, and then come back, then come back in a, a, a few games later. I don't think, yeah, but that that's that's just my opinion, anyways. I think too. Play him though. Off the back, oh yeah, but oh, I mean, off the back of the past two or three games, you 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 show me a better twenty-four year old centre back in world football right exactly. now. Exactly. Based on performances, and you want to see players played when they're in form. How old is John Stones? Keep on that form, consistency. 20, oh, that's a good question. John I Stones actually think John Stones has been incredible this improved. season. He's he has, yeah. a um, hell of a lot, John Stones. A hell of a John lot. Stones is 26, so my point stands. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we'll just very quickly touch on the two that we don't really need to speak about, just to say Dave is still doing Dave things. Yeah, Mr. I love that guy. I love him. Mr. Dependable. Um, and Mendy now is a few clean sheets off of the top spot. That was his 13, uh, 12th Premier League clean sheet. Well, Just stop uh, putting the ball at his feet, please. So, so there's two, two things I want to speak about, Mendy, very quickly, whilst we touch on it, um, is with his clean sheets, um, some people will say, well, the defence is really tight at the moment, so he's not facing as many shots. He is about sort of the lower part of mid-table of the keepers in terms of shots faced this season. Oh, that's interesting. So he's facing quite a few still, but he's in the top in terms of save numbers in the top half. So it's a contrast to someone who's faced fewest shots and has conceded most most goals. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) there's this other stat I saw earlier. I saw earlier, Mendy is the only goalkeeper starting 10 plus games in the Premier League history to keep clean sheet in over 50% of his appearances. And that's his wow. debut season. Is that no? Czech's first season was 04, wasn't it? And we conceded uh, 15 goals. Yeah, that's true, actually. Because we had Kudacini in goal the year before. Oh, I see this on Twitter, so. Yeah, well, Twitter's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of shit. Um, shit it's an interesting one shit. to check, though. Interesting one to check. So, um, the only player we haven't mentioned yet. Can anyone give me a drum roll? Can anyone do a drum Mason. roll? You clap. Tracy, clap. That's not a fucking drum roll. No? Fucking useless. <laughs> Mason Mount. Yes! My boy! Go. Mason Mount, go. Love him. Um, who Love him. To, who wants to start? Can I? Phenomenal. Can. Go on. I just want to say I love Mason Mount. And I've never seen a timeline so quiet with all the bullshit today. Absolutely. Yeah, it's about fucking love to see it. I am so, like, uh, flummoxed by the amount of now Mason Mount out fucking accounts. And even Declan Rice had to stand to him. But I did comment from 1905 today and said, excuse me, they're Twitter fans, not proper chels. Up the chels yeah. and up the Mason Mount. So let's not let's not be going there, Declan no, Rice. He's yeah. four chances, um, just four chances created away from the most in Europe in 2021. Okay. He's third in the Premier League for chances created. He's got 66. Jack Grealish is in front of him. Is her game Bruno is Fernandez incredible. is 76 as well. And he's in front of uh, De Bruyne and Neto, Pedro Neto from Wolves. But he's just, yeah. he's just fucking, I absolutely love him. You can't and deny I, the kids. You cannot yeah. deny him. Output is incredible. The work rate, everything. It's just, he's just fucking absolute phenomenal. That kid's like, I, I'm so glad that he's 
shoving it right back in the fucking dickhead's face. Yeah, me too, because that could knock someone of that age, in my opinion. Exactly. Oh, you've gone quiet there when you tilted your heads. Oh. He's thriving off of it. Absolutely thriving off of it. Best bit of the pod. <laughs> Honestly, me and him are going to proper fall out. We are going to proper fall out. I can't wait to actually oh. beat you, Rick. He's going to turn up and literally uppercut. Oh, in the Premier League this... You're just glass yeah. me. <laughs> Absolutely, the Premier League this season he's got most key passes, most big chances created, most key including set pieces, and the third most assists. Oh, the boy, he's, oh, oh, he's our new Mr. Chelsea. Yeah, I'm on the Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, he That's is it, the, Trace, the I new agree with you. Chelsea, as we've tweeted. I'm gonna celebrate. Um, I just I can't uh, eulogize over him enough. I, I think that you know the words that. We've seen, I mean, like let's be let's be real, right? Let's 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 strip it back to the fact that we are all Chelsea fans who go to games and we have witnessed some incredible talent grace the turf at Stamford Bridge, right? Mm-hmm. You go through the list of names, the players we've seen, starting just with the homegrown, John Terry, then moving on, like we've got Frank Lampard and Didier Drogba, Ricardo Carvalho, oh. Claude Makaleli, Michael Essien, like the the, the world class like deco. Like, you forget about the amount of fucking quality we've seen at the bridge. Mm. And yet all of us can recognise that this boy, and I say boy because he is not even the finished article yet, this boy, man, is just something else. He's just got it all. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I can't imagine him scoring a header, but... <laughs> oh, I hope he does that now. That would be brilliant. <laughs> That would be um, better. And, and you know, credit where it's due, he managed to squeeze three or four celebrations into a single goal celebration. I love that. Which is which is quite cool. Yeah, I love um, that. What a boy. But it was, I mean, uh, the, the, the the football to get us, to get the ball to Mason's feet was exactly what we wanted to do. We, you know, we, we, we won possession. We drew them out. We drew them. They, they wanted that high press. They came and closed us. They just couldn't get the ball back. Two passes into Mason. Two passes it took to get to Mason, who's then dribbled at a defence, who stood off him for far too long, and he's bent it peach into the corner. It was just a beautiful goal, wasn't it? It was just like, yeah, exactly what we've been crying out for ages. We've, we've been taking pop. too many too many passes to get to that position, and then to have a player that picks up the ball between the lines like that, drives at the defence, and, 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 and like we said, curls it. Bang into the bottom corner. Um, <laughs> did you all jump up immediately or did you hesitate because of... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what? What is going on? Rain it back. <laughs> they've gone, they've gone. Um, uh, Rick, you can't get the staff you... these days, can you? Both of them can fuck off. I do need to explain <laughs> that we had like a little interlude. And we've just talked about the most random things, and I couldn't help but... Please don't go into the subject matter. Please don't. No, no, no. It just popped into my head. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah. So so just to elaborate on that, that we we, we ran out of time recording, so we did stop, and then we just started another chat. And uh, um, I was meant to come back in with... uh, it was a beautiful goal, which I, I think I did. But <laughs> well, these did, two did. can't it was perfect. Pain laughter because of the chat that it went on before. And I mean... Oh, it's like you're it hanging was, out the washing. It was varied, wasn't it? It was varied. I just think, I don't know how we just went, right, let's just record now. And we hadn't even, like, processed... Well, we tried. We, we owe it to our audience to try, and we've done that. 
Yeah. Well, me and Rick did anyway. Yeah. yeah. You, you two <laughs> Sorry, are professionals. Me and, me, and, me and Jordan, just the children. Yeah. Me and Rickopedia. <laughs> That's his new nickname. <laughs> Rickopedia. Um, Ask me whatever you want. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> let's just carry on talking about Mason Mount because he's so fucking good. Can we do that? Yeah. Yes. yes. By all means. Um, Ashley Cole in the studio. Great to see. Nothing but good words. We tweeted about it. I'm sure people listening to this will have seen those tweets. Um, he says next Chelsea captain, which I think we all agree on. Yeah. Um, he's just... been stepping up recently, where he's actually, it's not just like because he now looks like he's our Mr. Chelsea. I mean, that doesn't warrant you getting captaincy, but his behaviour, his attitude, the, the stuff he's gone through personally by being abused on social media, his whole family, I mean, to the point where his dad was like going to deactivate accounts and his, you know, his, his family are having to kind of like, you know, like take all of this shit on. That could easily affect somebody of that age. And he's come out every game. He gives 110%. It's not just his football either. He, he has, I think, even in the United game, I think we mentioned it in the last pod where he just looked, or at least I wrote it down, where I said he's starting to look like a captain. He's commanding. Mm. He's he's getting annoyed with people if they're not going to press with him. And they're, they're qualities that just seem to be coming out of him effortless, effortlessly now. So I just, <laughs> easy for me to say. Um, but, <laughs> but, but I just think that, you know, he's actually, it's not just about him, um, and Annie's like, the, the whole entire package is that he just looks like he is now captain material and he's only getting better and better. And he has managed to push all of this negativity to one side and go, no, I will show you. And that determination over anything gets my he's vote anyway. Bullshit. Being yeah. that young, yeah. he's, so much, he's so mature. Like, I think he deserves, at the, at the same time as captaincy in the future, he definitely deserves the number eight before that. Yeah. I don't well, see it's, a player it's, that deserves it. If we um, if we manage to ship Barkley, then that eight is, you know, it's we can register and we can register him under that number. Um, it is. It, I think this season we've seen it's been the biggest step in his development. I think he was doing really well. I think now because of the difficulty in changing manager, results going against us. I think it's required a step up, and that's just down to a mentality thing. Just purely down to a mentality, and uh, it takes me it always takes me back to that quote from um, from his dad, Tony Mount, who said uh, he he sat down with Mason one day and said, "I think you know we should look at a move away if you want to get playing time because no one's making it from the academy, no one's making it into the first team at Chelsea." And Mason said, "Basically, step back, Dad. Like this is my club. I'm going to make it. Here. I'm going to." Yeah. Uh, and and I believe he's going to be a great. He already, mm. and that's Gary Lineker's tweet last night. Yeah. He went, he, he said, you know, Mason Mount is going to be an, an incredible player. Make that he already is. He is. Yeah. 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 Just so, go on. No, sorry. I was just going to say, and that's really, it's hard when you look at his age and uh, just how much these last two years have. Well, I would actually no. I'd say also like when he 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 had his moves away as well. He's he's shone wherever he's gone for Test Derby, mm. and now he's just he just steps on that pitch and he just does what he does. It is natural, and I think that is huge for him because I I think he could be scary. He's like an attacking John Terry. Yeah. 
It's that new he roles helps him as well. Yeah, that I agree. Yeah, definitely. He won't give up. He's, you know, he's, 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 he'll chase every lost cause. You know, he'll, he'll fight for every ball. And... I think as well as a credit to him as well for the new role, I think a lot of the credit has to go to the manager as well. He's got to take a lot of credit for putting him in that role. Mm. Uh, yeah, do well wanna... done, Frank Lampard, for even like having him in the side. You've got... Sure the thing is... Like, building those blocks. You've got two <laughs> people there. You've got Frank... <laughs> who has who has been amazing and he's put faith in him and he's brought him into the first team. He's given him that break. But I do personally, I think Mason Mount looks a better player in these last 10 games than he has done in the past. I think he's markedly moved on in the last 10 games. And for me, it's because of that new role. He looks so much more effective in that new role. He's able to find those little pockets of space he can turn, he can get in behind, he can come and get the ball into his feet, he can link the play up well. I think the sky is the limit for that kid. I really yeah, do. I do. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not actually like oh. dismissing what, uh, the, like the way he's played under Tuco. I think that also shows his professionalism and his reason, like, and his versatility. But I just think with him, um, had uh, Frank not have had him at Derby come to us, I don't. You don't know, and I you don't know what would have happened. I did right there. Frank gave him that platform to go. You are going to shine to just go and fucking do it because this is your chance. Here's your platform. Here's your platform. In terms of expectations, in terms of expectations, I think Frank Lampard is yet to prove himself at the top level as a manager because of his inexperience. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think we can all accept that. Um, But Frank Lampard has played to a more elite level. Than Thomas Tuchel, so for oh, me, yeah, I think Jesus, what, I yeah. think I think you, you know you take what you can from the people that you're 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 listening to. You take what you can from them, and from Lampard, what he would have got is the the day to day, the you know the training, the attitude, that 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 application. He would have learned from one of, if not the best, um, at Chelsea. Well, great, yeah. Um, well, he great. he's learned he's learned so much from Frank Lampard. Um, so I don't ever want to forget that. And like you say, we don't know what player he would have been without Lampard's influence. But now I think we've, we've, we've got a more experienced manager who's a bit more tactically, you know, sound because he's more experienced. You get them little and, bits and pieces and now out he's, of him. Yeah, he's tweaking little... and now Mason's learning. Yeah. Tweaking, good word. A different Great word, element. Ash. Great word. Thank tweaking. you. Thank <laughs> you, mate. Love See, it. I'm the dictionary. You're the you're the Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> and, uh, um, I, I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing we're seeing Mason Mount, who's who's becoming everything he's learned from the people around him. That's Frank Lampard and and the new manager as well. Um, one final sort of person I want to speak to. I want to talk a bit about the manager, but the manager's decisions and what we've said. And I'd like to just because I like being right. I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I like being right. You're never I, sorry for wanting to be right. Doesn't mean you are. Um, um, it's just because so, I'm so always rare. right, so I like it. I've got to milk it when I'm right, so it's <laughs> so rare. Um, but I did say about Chilwell's exclusion from the side recently that if he's applying himself in training and learning the wing back role, it's only a matter of time before the manager realizes he's a better wing back in terms of attacking and defending than Alonso. Mm. And he started the last two games as well. I'm so, so happy to see him in the side yesterday. Yeah, Jordan. Solid as well. Jordan, t- you talk to us about <coughs> Chilwell, mate. Shut up, Tracy. Sorry. Thought, <laughs> I, when he was playing four at the back, um, and he obviously start, started, not, not to show, but just in terms of this season, bringing him in, obviously he's so much better than Alonso. Um, 
and Emerson, obviously. But like, obviously, I, I was one of the people that was a little <laughs> bit worried and what, what was going on with Chilwell when Tuchel came in. I was yeah. uh, was a little bit worried I about that. I think we all were, mate, to a degree. But I just yeah, hope so, that that. But like, I, I, like Tracy said, I, I, I'm I'm well pleased that he is back in the side, and also another touch on consistency. He's played two games in a row, started two games in a row, sorry. And I just hope that continues because he fully deserves it. Yeah. Agreed. I agree. Well, it's not just that position. It's other positions that we need to find consistency in and stay that. Like I said, I'll repeat it again. I'd love to see our formation or and and lineup obviously make a change from Ziyech to Havertz or Pulisic. And I think that we play really well against Everton. Anything else to add on, on Chilwell, Trace, Rick? I think just, I, just like I said, as soon as I saw his name in the lineup, I was happy, honestly. I just thought this is, and I'd listened to what you'd said, Ash, and thought, yeah, okay. I just, I felt it was unfair to make him wait that long for his, like almost his go. Um, but he, he obviously was ready and he, and he played really well against United and he played really well yesterday and I hope now same as Jordan I just want to see him as a consistent in our side because I don't think the other two left backs or wing back whatever you want to say are better than him and you know he did a whole season with Leicester every game Champions League whatever do you know what I mean we can play every game yeah I don't don't have any doubts about that And and he and he was left out too long in my eyes uh so I think he yeah, he deserves to keep his place. Long, long so, hold. is there is is there an element of, as we've seen and has been heavily discussed um, and publicised, uh, the treatment of sort of Callum Hudson Odoi? Are we yeah, seeing right, yeah. maybe even Mason Mount set out the first game or two? Uh, you know, are we are we seeing Tuchel's attitude to young players being a little bit like you? You know, you need to. You need to prove it. You need to show me. And then once you prove it, you'll become a, you know, a guarantee. Is that what we're seeing? Maybe, but I think, I, I still think, and I know Rick does disagree with me because he's just a twat, but I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think that the treatment of Callum was justified when we had to watch Alonso play like an absolute twat for 90 minutes. Um, and I don't, I, I don't, disagree with him like leaving Chilwell out he'd had like a few bad games even under Frank leading into two kill coming like so it wasn't like a massive surprise but I almost felt like he just didn't have the chance to turn that around wasn't given the chance I mean against mm. Wolves he was taken off for Pooley and he looked more surprised than any of us like yeah. that's, a, that's a confidence knocker and then yeah the Callum thing I don't agree with and if if this thing with Tammy is supposedly to do the same thing I don't agree with it I don't think that's the way you it manage. will I agree. I, I see a point in not agreeing with it, but I think it's how the player reacts. It's, a, it's, it's about that mentality. But you um, could kill them before they get a chance. But, I know, I know. And, and But this is the problem. We've got a very deep squad. We've all said about Havertz stepping in, but, you know, Reese James, again, faultless. But we so also have two left-backs on the bench, though, and you're not putting Sammy on there. Where does Callum Hudson-Odoi appear now? Because Reese is now right-wing back. He'll play his fair think, share of games. Uh, yeah, and I actually think that Reese and him can work together. So I don't actually mm. see that as an issue. 
so 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 Cho instead of Ziyech potentially. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. That's, that's yeah. another thing. Him and Mount play absolute fucking quality together. Yeah, they really do. Him and Reese play quality together in the pocket. Their link up play. So I'd I mean, like that, sorry, go on, Jordan. Go on, go on. No, 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 no. That, that, that was all I was going to say. No, man. no, no. You'd like to see more. You were going to say you'd like to see more of the the Mount and Calamus and Adoy partnership. Yeah, no, and and the Reese James link up. I think I think that connection that they've had at youth level. Is something that really fucking works in in our first team, which I you love to see. You I think it's underrated. I think it's can't, can't, you can't overlook it. You can't definitely can't overlook it. These I, kids I, you know what? I'm. I think with even if Zia should, like, I think if if he was playing to top level, I wouldn't want that change. But yeah, he 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 needs to have dribs and jazz. But I understand it's the consistency as thing as well because that's going to build his. That's going to build his uh, confidence. So can yeah. I can yeah. I just ask then, Jordan, a question? Um, I agree with him completely. And if Ziyech isn't going to be at the top of his game, do, like, do you think then, Jordan, like it, that that this rule of I'm going to take you out and see how you react shouldn't that be the same with Ziyech then? Just because he's yeah. an older player doesn't mean that he's exempt from that, surely? Yeah. No, I I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I, th- I think that, you know, it's, it's well and good saying that you're trying to teach the youth a lesson. I don't think that rule should come down to age. No, I don't either. And it did feel like it did a bit with Alonso. Not pulling your weight in the side. It, you, can't, you can't take a pocket of players and, and, and put that treatment on them when there's other players that are a little bit older than them, more experienced, not pulling their weight, but not not being treated it this the same way. Yeah, I agree. We're putting it down to that. Yeah. I I, I think it's it's easy for us to sort of knee jerk in a way with regards to the treatment of the younger the younger players. I think you both raised good points, Jordan. Um the whole point about them growing in the academy together and stuff like that, that can't be overlooked. Um these guys will have since the age of uh, you know eight years old pretty much. I know some of them have been there um uh, about that long they've been at the club. Since the age of eight or, or near enough eight, they will have shared rooms together. They will have shared countless coach trips and change rooms together. Like that relationship, that 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 on the pitch, you don't want to let that person down. That's a lifelong friend, literally a lifelong friend. And you would fight for every ball for them. Mm. Um, and that will evidence itself on the pitch. I think what we have to do, as hard as it is, is we've all said it's a you know changing managers mid-season is never ideal. Um, because there's experimentation that needs to go on. The manager needs to understand what he wants. And I think we just need to give the manager a little bit of time to see how... Uh, I think he deserves every criticism if it turns out that he does sap the confidence out of players and, and, and ruin them to a point. But I, I think, think he he's... Just... I think he's at least earned a bit of time off us. He ain't lost the game yet. <laughs> I no. agree. No, yeah. No, I agree. That's... I agree. And it'd be interesting to see how It's down he... to us, though, is it? It's down to Roman. Well, no, it's down yeah, to but... me. It's down to me. <laughs> I make the decisions out there, right? <laughs> I like to, you know, the the in terms of what Ricky just said, if you know we're winning and 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 there is there is improvement in areas, and you know, I'm I'm happy with whatever lineup, but I still want to have that consistent feeling. Yeah. I still want to 
get players to a game. Players don't gel until they've done. Yeah. You know, like at the moment, all we know is Mendy and fucking Mount starting. Yeah. Right, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna challenge that and say with the right manager and the right squad and the right system. Um, all you've got to do is take one look at the top of the Premier League and Man City, doesn't matter which which players they go with, they are consistent. Their players know their system, they know each other. Those relationships exist even with players who don't start every game. And in their forward sort of five, not not none of them start every game. So I think I think it's possible. Um, I get what you're saying about consistency and getting it out there. I think we've got a manager that will change things. Yeah. Um, but but City's group sport. of players have been together for a long time now. They don't add like loads of players. Of course, of players, I'm not saying but... we should be. I'm not saying we will be or should be the level of them. Uh, however, I think with the right manager, the right system, the players, it becomes more of a squad game. Um, mm. And only time will sell. I think it's too too soon to judge. But we said this was going to be a a very important run of games um, coming up against uh, top sides. Massive and game we're, Monday. Massive we're game. Free, we're three games in and we're coming up against, you know, again, Carlo Ancelotti is probably worth a lot more than that Everton side on paper. Yeah. Um, he is, I think I speak for all of us, he's, he's an absolute god of football yeah. management. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see tactically how Tuchel performs against him and, and how our boys do. But we're three games into, into this run. Um, I, I'd say it's, it's on par with, with what I was hoping for. Mm. Uh, we haven't lost. Uh, we, have, we haven't conceded, and we beat Atletico and Liverpool away. So, yeah, I, I, I think I'm happy. It's looking, it's looking good. I'm well yeah. happy. It's looking but good. So I'm now very, all we need to very do is happy. we need to um, we need to change VAR, change the offside rule, no. or we need forwards forwards who, who don't play with arms, outfield players who don't play with arms or don't <laughs> have arms, maybe. Um, well, defenders can't um, have arms either because you can't tuck them in any more than they are and they're still getting fucking things against them. It's ridiculous. So, <laughs> they're like yeah, dinosaurs, don't they, like that? Yeah, yeah. Like, Jordan Pickford up, Kepper arms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's plenty to be positive about. Just my final, my final sort of word on everything is I just want to... I just want to invite you all to answer this question. Oh. Is there a player... Go on, ask me. Go on, is there a player that hasn't improved since Tuchel took over? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. And who? Ziyech. I'd um, agree. I think he's the only one. Well, actually, then I think there's two. I think Ziyech and Havertz, but then I don't think they've really had a chance yet. Havertz hasn't played at all. Well, Ziyech has played more than Havertz. Havertz has barely touched the football. Havertz has Havertz when he's come and he's done 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 a job, not been remarkable. But he, I wouldn't say he's regressed. I wouldn't say he's impressed. No. Um, whereas I think when you look around that team, I think Christensen, Rudiger, Jorginho, Kante, Kovacic, Mount, Kovacic, Werner. Reese James, Callum Hudson, Doyle, when we've seen him, I think all improved. There's a lot of improvement, and that I think is what I want to end on. I think they're. I think you want to add something to that, Jordan? Huh? Did you want to add something to that? Sorry. Yeah, no, no. I think Puley could do could do better. Like, yeah, I, I, that's true. Like, yeah, he's been struggling yeah. all year though, hasn't he? He's been I struggling he's still all. Got, like that, you know, he's still got that direct pace and stuff, but from what he was. 
post post first lockdown, he was a fucking beast. Yeah, so he yeah. really was in the restart. Yeah, but I mean, no manager is going to come in and improve. No manager is going to come in and improve thirteen to fifteen also, players. At the same time, he hasn't really been playing that much, so. Let's see if he gets a consistent run of games. I but then it's come- interesting because the three players we've picked out are the three players that have been like um, uh, the three that have been injured with stop-start seasons. Mm. Yeah, it has been. It has been them. Um, but on the face of it, like eight or nine players, there's there's clear improvement. Eight or nine first. That's a teams, lot of improvement players. as well. That's a lot yeah, of improvement. Yeah. In one, in, in one, like eight week, no, six week window, whatever it is. Yeah, it's pretty good going. It's, it's, it's probably more than I think we would have hoped for. Yeah, no, Don't know, is that fair? Yes, yeah, fair. Two, definitely fair. Two seasons ago. What's we, that, mate? Uh, if you look back two seasons ago. <laughs> oh, mate, I fucked up there, wasn't I? <laughs> you're talking about just <laughs> what are you on about? Are you all right? Oh, no, no, I thought we were talking don't... about the improvement of the players. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we're talking about yeah, yeah the improvement was. of the. Yeah, if you look so back you, two seasons, you said, you said two, something about so two that, seasons. That's ago. what I mean. Like, there's there was so many. Like, yeah, oh, fucking hell. Do you know what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jordan's oh. actually stopping off Jordan, of pods. This Jordan's is like just, history. Jordan's just died. He's just died. I am done with this shit, and Ricky's just falling off his chair. He's literally just laying back. I think he took a dive. I think he did a Mo Salah and took a dive. I'm actually like, you know, when you go like really hot. Fucking hell! Come on! I can't believe I just fucked this up. What a cunt! We're still recording, mate. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is going out. <laughs> Happy fucking days. Anyway, you were talking about like look at two seasons ago in terms of like improvement. Player yeah? improvement. Yeah. What, what was your actual yeah, point, like, mate? Obviously. <laughs> On two on two hands, we could count how many players that were shit or not not compl- not not playing to how they should do, and now yeah. we've got we've got now we can count on one hand that you know the players that still need to improve. Yeah, if you, if you're- yeah, it's been a swing in that direction, which is good. It's what you want to see, and I think like we we are starting to see the tactical sort of nuances. Um, the the decision to include, like we spoke about at the top of the pod, Werner. Um, I think it was to utilise his pace against that high line, and he's improving. I think there's there's improvements all around. Um, I think we just give it time because, you know, I I, I think Reese James, Chilwell, a the, the lot of them will continue to improve. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, same here, man. Same. <laughs> this is the hardest pod we've ever recorded, I think, guys. Like you lot are so fucking unprofessional. Listening? Put it together now. <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> to everybody listening, right? We've we've had a few attempts at recording this. We've been two hours. There's been a few technical issues, and then we all jump back online and start speaking, and we just end up speaking bollocks, and then it becomes incredibly difficult for anybody to keep a straight face. I mean, we've been talking about donkeys and, I mean, all manner of things, you know. Um, <laughs> so it's very hard to focus again on what was a fucking amazing result away at Anfield and making history, not reliving it. We're making history. We've compelled them to their first ever five home losses in a row. Yeah. 
yeah. in a hundred and however many years. Like, fuck them. Fuck, fuck Liverpool. They thought they was going to break our home Honestly. record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, in well. The mud dippers. And it's funny how since their home record ended, they haven't won a game. They're not been and, dippers um, They're just pretenders. They'll only ever be. They're in trouble. Won. They're they in won trouble. the Premier League with an asterisk. The end. Yeah, and as we tweeted as well, oh. Mason Mount has scored as many Premier League goals at Anfield in 2021 as Liverpool have. Yeah, you'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. Love that. Um, but yeah, onwards and upwards, I think. You know, there's there's plenty of positives to take. We're on a, a very difficult run of games. We said this was where we're going to see if Tuchel's working or not. And I think the early signs through the first sort of three or four tricky games... Um, the early signs are there that it, it, there's improvements and, and I think we will... Yes. Definitely. I want to see us whip a team up. I want to see us absolutely dick someone. Four yeah. or five nil. Everton Monday, let's it go. Let's score more than one. Play them it will come. It will come. Yeah. Yeah, four yeah, nil last year. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the best football we'd played under Frank oh, for one game. I've got such a good uh, video of that Giroud goal. I'm going to post it. All right, well, we'll add it on. Yeah, we'll post it. Yeah. Um, should, we, should, we, should we make predictions? We don't really do that on pods. No, we did it on the last one, which means, which means Ash didn't listen to it when he's not involved. No, team, I, I didn't listen to player. it. Right, I've been busy this week. Team player. Mm, I'm a team player. <laughs> we actually did do our predictions for Liverpool. Did any... We haven't done it. And no one got it right. No, me and Rick said 2-1. And they said 2-1, didn't we? Yeah. Jordan said 0-0. Yeah, I thought nil nil, but um, but Everton, I'm gonna go for a, I'm gonna go for a two-one win. Oh, everyone needs to stop nicking my predictions. I'm going to. Oh, it's not gonna be a high-scoring game. I'm I'm gonna say two-one because I can't go anything else. But it's not what I think is gonna happen. It'll be one nil, really, won't it? <laughs> I'm going three nil, Chelsea. <gasps> Ooh, get in there. Go on, son. Yeah. Ever the optimist. Yeah. Ever the optimist. Fucking 10-0. Let's do it. Terry's always detriment. He's always disappointed. (laughs) Are we going to go one step further and go for... Hang on, Jordan hasn't done it yet. I said 2-0. Oh, 2-0. Okay. Yeah, let's do goal scorers. Who's first? I'm back in... I'm back in Timo. But, saying that, I don't think he'll start. I think... It's going to be Mount again. And I think high possibility that Callum may start. So, Callum. Ooh. I reckon stick your money on a Jorginho penalty. Oh, yeah, actually. I reckon Rudy is going to score a header. Do ya? Yeah, Rudy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's 25 to 1 at least, isn't it? I reckon Rudiger header and Giroud. Was Rudiger's last goal for us was Leicester last year, wasn't it? Yeah, he scored two Over a year ago. Yeah, two in that game, but that was the last. Two. I think the last yeah. goal he scored for us. Yeah, man. Long time. Long no, time. I think the last but... time he scored for us was an own goal. <laughs> the first goal, <laughs> two calls Chelsea have conceded. Yeah. Um, right. Well, it has been. Hang on, Rick didn't say his scorers. Oh, scorers, Rick. Yeah, he's got four of them to go through. I'm Three. gonna go. Three, I said three now. Oh, yeah, sorry, three. No, sorry, I was accounting for the Werner goal that's going to be disallowed for offside again. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go Werner is going to score two. One disallowed. 
and <laughs> I'm going to go for a Ben Chilwell back post. Yes, I'd love to see it. What, Edda, volley? With, with a ZS floater. Knee? Fucking hell, should I pick the Euro Millions while I'm at it as well? Yes, Jeez, well, mate, I've already bought my ticket and I think the draw's just been made, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, it, it, it would be lovely to see some more goals from this team. Lovely, but we do the right things. We win the midfield. We keep it tight at the back. Whether Silver starts or doesn't, whoever gets on the score sheet, let's just Happy hope days. it's not boring. Yes, please. Thank you. Exactly. Um, it really genuinely has, and I know the recording won't reflect it, it's genuinely has been one of the funniest nights recording with you guys tonight. It's been cause... quality. <laughs> it's my best Friday night since this time last year. It's been... <laughs> it's been a fucking mess, if I'm honest. <laughs> but it's been a... It's been a funny fucking mess. And our, our listeners won't know anything about it because I'm going to seamlessly cut it all together. Yeah. Um, but we've... We've had several, several different recordings in this in this one episode. Uh, some um, of them might make outtakes at the end of the yeah. season. <laughs> but um, but no, I, I like I said on the one that wasn't recording. I love talking bollocks and football with you guys. So thank you for joining me tonight. Uh, uh, thank you. Sorry, it's um, run a bit later than planned. Uh, and thank you to everybody who's joining us through Google, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, and all good podcast platforms, as well as the shit ones. Ooh, nice I don't one. know any others other than those three. Oh, there's loads. RSS feeds. Yeah. We're on loads. Oh, We're on loads. <laughs> Shout out Anchor as well. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, anybody that's listening, thank you. Um, just say hello, get in touch. We love interacting with people. And just, apart from me, just I don't really let like someone else know. Let someone else know that our pod is the best Chelsea podcast that's going, please. And... Um, we are your mates with beers. Yeah, let's spread the love. Beers, yeah. Chelsea, happy days. Yeah. So, I'll see you all next time. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Team Rick. Team Blue Flag, fine eye. Team Tracy.